Hello everybody, it is Rocco from Dead Air Dudes and here to present to you solo why you should watch or binge season two of Hunters in Amazon Prime or Amazon Video exclusive. Okay, so it's roughly three years since season one for various reasons. Oh, I don't know, pandemic other projects and whatnot and so there's been quite some time and in the show it's also been quite some time since we last saw Hunters season one for anybody new to this program Hunters is about a group of Nazi hunters in America who have taken it upon themselves to hunt out existing Nazis who should have been dealt with as um, the crime, war crimes, bad, bad, evil people that they were. For many reasons, um, Nazis have escaped punishment, Nuremberg trials, uh, execution, prisoners of war, what have you. And so they made it to America, Argentina, South America, other places in Europe. They have survived. Season two takes us after season one and the fabulous season that it was. One of the better, if not best, series pre-pandemic from an action drama point of view. You have to lend yourself to some expansion of reality. I myself am a conspiracy theorist theorist person. Okay, so it goes right into hand-in-hand of things that I have assumed to be no-brainers. And then there's many things that can be interpreted, you know, many theories and many... Um, presumptions about history which I myself believe and it has come to light that there have been Nazi collaborators, doctors uh, heinous, heinous military people who have escaped and have gone elsewhere post-World War II to either live out their lives or continue their crimes or possibly keep the hope alive for the fourth right. Obviously, there's truth in it with uh, some evidence with Joseph Mengele, the famed SS uh, twisted demonic scientist and other things. Okay, so we cannot get into a lot of conjecture and hearsay at the moment. For the purposes of the show, please lend yourself to the possibility that did happen. The truth, again, I'm finding myself diving into this. The truth is, let's say, um, in the story and in real life, Warner von Braun, a Nazi top if not the top Nazi scientist engineer who defected to the United States 
was given a charmed life as long as he was able to lead our NASA space program to its glory days to beat the Soviet Union in the race to put a man on the moon. Let's not even get me started with the man on the moon thing. However, his rockets were almost 100% effective. Many have argued in scientific circles we could have not gotten to the moon and also project uh, perfect our uh, rocket technology without him. At the same time, many countless thousands, if not millions, have lives have been lost. Soldiers, genocide, peasants, rich, you name it, because of his technology. Are we to just absolve it and because he's got, you know, brains? Okay, again, I'm pulling myself back here because that's not the discussion of the day. We're talking about season two. Season two, the merry band has um, taken it upon themselves to go to Europe, to go elsewhere than the States, to kind of lay low from the States and continue their hunting. They allude to some uh, debacle in Spain. And I'm going to pause right now to let you know that you already know my feelings. You should watch season two if you don't want heavy spoilers kindly pause and retake this podcast after you watch it if not you have been warned i'm going to touch on a few spoilers i'm going to hold back as much as i can from revealing huge earth-shattering spoilers but if you look at the episode titles some of it will be there that i'm not really um, spoiling anything so anyway, the Merry Band has their issues. You know, you know what happened to Biff? We're talking about Looney and his 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 uh, place in his heart for Roxy. Roxy herself, a single mom struggling with problems of her own, escaping some some pain in her life and also in America. You know, Mindy, now a widower. I'm sorry, now a widow, <laughs> and alone and then finding purpose and getting older joe we saw what happened to him at the end of season one where is he now and obviously you've seen from uh trailers and whatnot in probably the first episode um the nazis got him travis is in jail trying to rally his own white supremacist uh army loving it the psychopath that he is and, of course, finding himself to be the should-be heir apparent to that crazed movement. And then there's Millie, the FBI agent. Now she's at a crossroads between her job, the law, her duty, and what she's conflicted about what's right. All in all, this merry band... Is taken through the next two, three years where a lot of shit goes sideways. That part I do appreciate and I like because everything can't be all perfect, nice, and neat. Let's get a let's get off our chest only 
three of my major contentions, and then I'll go through the positives. So good, bad, and ugly. <laughs> Let's go to the bad first. The tone. Uh, a lot has been made about the tone. The tone is a little unbalanced. First spoiler I'm going to bring to you is Meyer Offerman is dead, but throughout season two, he makes an appearance in each episode as you get insight into his background, <clears throat> into the events before um, Jonas Safta's um, death, how he changed his path and his course to become a hunter. And you do see insight into him as a survivor. It's a reoccurring theme. And no matter what, he can change his stripes. He can change his face. He can change his name. He can change his religion, his ethnicity. Name it. Evil is still evil. And I got to make a little side note here that Al Pacino at 82 deserves an award. His acting is, is, is just spot on phenomenal. To play a role. Different languages different culture a twisted and demonic self-righteous pivotal character and do it in what can only be described as uh, uh, perfection uh, mentorship worthy teacher worthy uh, uh, le learn from his performance I mean that is as good as it gets but my opinion is his appearances and his um, flashback scenes and all that, they get a little long and they occupy more space and time than needed. It's only an eight episode season. So you're, you're really pressed for bang for your buck time. It's too much, too much time, not enough buck. Less is more. But it is still pivotal. And he does have one pivotal reveal at the end. And I'm going to hold that back. But for you to stay hooked through season two to get that one. Really puts a stamp of approval from Satan. Alright. Um, again. My first point that I brought up was. You have to suspend. Reality. To really dive into the show. It's filled with action and some humor and gunfighting, which is really fantastic because apparently none of these guys really are, are, are shot or wounded and they get to kill a whole slew of Nazis. And um, the ratio of how many times they get hit versus how many times they, they, they peg the opponent gets a little comical in a sense, to me at least, where it, it's really... Um, they're really that good of a shot and everything else. You got, prof you know, trained professional military uh, foes here. And, and the second part of it is the very serious and realistic side. The events of the Holocaust. How it scars deeply everyone afterwards. The weight of that injustice 
superimposed with what's happening in America in the 70s and 60s about the civil rights movement for all peoples at the forefront are African Americans and then women and to a small degree more to light today to the LGBT uh, community and as serious and you know drama filled as that content and subject matter is it is very real and plays in a very serious part in the show so you got like two different audiences you got two different things happening here i don't know if you could ever do this perfectly because one you have to take very lighthearted and the other one is like dead ass serious i think <laughs> the director the writers and the actors they've done as best they can of a job and in hindsight as i take a step back from binge watching i can appreciate what they've done and i think they did as best as you can possibly execute okay so with all that said now i think that's the only bad and ugly that i can really cite there's a couple of other things like okay we all know travis and travis is the the, the evil bad uh soon to be white supremacist leader or that's his aspirations and goals he's like jason man you can't kill the guy and and he does perform his role very well he's a believable um misguided ambitious son of a gun so you root against him perfectly fine but again this guy's like bulletproof you know to the point that you're like oh really you know he just won't die now not this is my second big reveal brace yourselves it's also in the title so you, you i'm not really you know ruining things for everybody but hitler's here he lives he's in argentina that's the big bad they're going after him he's the biggest fish of them all <sighs> that's the one thing that i did have trepidation about about continuing on like how much stock am i putting into this because for all the hearsay and conspiracy that i've even lent some credence to not quite sure if this is super big bad was needed and they went all the way with this one where okay spoiler 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 he's alive they go get him. They go through some rough shit. They got him. To the point that in the last episode, again, in the title, so I'm not saying anything, he's on trial. A Nuremberg trial. I had my issues, but then after watching the well-written, well-performed, and I'd say kind of clever, trial didn't have the biggest spotlight but they made the best out of their economy of words and screen time to make a political and social more of a social statement 
about where we are on this side of the fence in modern times with due process with the law. Of course everybody wants to be dead. Of course everyone wants to grab a piece, a stone, an axe, anything nearby and take a piece of him for the atrocities he had levied upon the world and especially the Jews, 6 million plus Jews and in total 11 million souls uh, from World War II. Whew. Once you get through that, and you wrap up the last episode. I think everything is appropriate. Maybe not exactly as you would like it to be. You know, it's not the all happily ever after Rosie's, which is good. That adds a little bit of reality to it. I think I found most of the endings for the parties involved to be appropriate and then taking a step back I can appreciate season 2 for what it was very well done very well executed uh, obviously not as good as the first one because the first one is all new you're, you're, you have that um, surprise factor and in this one you already know you just want to see how things play out it does make a bit of a social moral impression. And I think that's part of the intent of the show. To not just have you entertain, but to have you think and ponder and feel and understand hatred. How we must stop this. How it can get out of control. How there are the other side, the dark side. And yes, as much as we don't all want to participate and listen to it, you have to understand the dark side to understand the light side. All right. Well, again, I'm holding myself back from blowing everything up for you. At the end of it all, I think you would thoroughly enjoy it, especially if you enjoyed the first season. It is my great recommendation to finish up. And this is the only one. There is no season three. This is it. It's over. Um, it was quite an enjoyable and thought-provoking season two. This is Rocka from Dead or Dudes. I bid you thank you again for your likes, your subscription, your feedback. Thanks so much, and we'd like to hear from you soon. Have a good one, everybody. And remember to always, always save the whales.